Good morning, everybody. It's your boy DeVille DI. You're tuning in to Thoughts by DeVille DI, the podcast I was with everybody doing this morning. I hope I'm finding in good health, good wealth, and the overall positive mind state for the day, man. So let's just go ahead and jump into it. And I'm going to say what I got to say. Man, these Fortnite and this Call of Duty and all these video games, man, it's like crack. It's like heroin. It's like meth, man. It is destroying our children's minds it's just uh, messing with their focus they're becoming disruptive they're not being able to focus on their schoolwork and and we're gonna have to find some mental health facilities to help us cure these children and have these addictions to these video games how that sound to y'all sound stupid <laughs> Sounds stupid to me too I don't go for none of that I'm not believing I'm not buying none of that But according to Gadget360 They conducted a study On the effects of video game addiction And they came to the conclusion That rehab facilities May be the only hope They said that The game Fortnite in particular Is like heroin And once you're hooked It's hard to get off of it right so the world health organization uh they've started classi- classifying gaming disorders as a disease in june they started doing this so people are actually out here looking for mental health facilities to put their kids in because they play video games too much man i'm not going for it i'm not buying it Look, video games have been around since I was a child, and I play hella video games, but I also did a lot of other things. Now, let me tell you a story, right? My stepdaughter, I introduced her to Fortnite last year. She started playing, and, you know, she liked it. She fell in love with it. It got to the point where she would play from the time she got up to the time she went to bed. She'd be on Fortnite. And eventually, her grades started slipping. So, you know what happened? No more Fortnite. She didn't get to play Fortnite for around two months. And how did she react to it? Was there emotional outbursts? Was there withdrawals? No, it was none of that. She accepted her punishment like a child is supposed to do. And she quit playing Fortnite for the period of time until her grades were sufficient enough to where we allow her to start back playing Fortnite. So now she casually plays Fortnite here and there when she's in the mood for it. What really needs to go on is people got to step up and start being parents again. If you're sitting around and you're letting your kids, I'm pretty sure that a lot of these, these parents that are fussing about video game addiction or the type of parents that let their kids cuss them out, throw stuff at them, throw temper tantrums and break stuff when they're told uh, to do something that they don't want to do. You're not going to sit here and make me, DeVille D, I believe that gaming is an addiction that you can put in the same category as heroin. I've never seen anybody sucking penis to play Call of Duty. Now, Yes, games are highly, are, are, I don't even want to say they're addictive. They catch your attention, especially in the day and age where we live in a society where it's not necessarily even safe for your children to go outside and play 
like we used to. When I was coming up, if y'all listen to Growing Up the Ville y'all would know when I was coming up, man, I was allowed to go out and be just be out and about and roam in my teenage years in the nineties. It was the same thing. We was all out always outside. We was always roaming around doing things, getting into stuff. But then nowadays you got people getting robbed, raped, killed at an alarming rate out here in these streets. You've got uh, police that are murdering people in the street. You've got all of these type of shenanigans going on, and it's just not as safe as it used to be for kids to be outside. So what do they do? They turn to their video games for entertainment, and they make friends on these video games. They have actual social interactions playing these video games. So, yeah, it's fun. So when you find something fun to do, you do it a lot. What really needs to happen is parents need to step up and be parents and say, turn the game off. You only get to play an hour today. You only get to play on these certain days. You see what I'm saying? It's not an addiction. It's not like heroin. It's just that people aren't raising their kids and their kids are flipping out and throwing temper tantrums, temper tantrums and doing all type of crazy stuff when they're told that they can't play the game because they're not used to being told what they can and can't do by their parents that's the way i look at it now you have to look at adults there's a lot of adults out there who play hella video games and yes i've seen i haven't seen but well i did see it was on tv uh, i think it was on back when mtv used to do those addiction shows there was a guy who like lost his job or something because he played video games so much but as an adult if you're losing your job or a video game that has to do with self-discipline that has to do with you not having self-control enough to know it's time to turn off the game and go to bed so you can get up in the morning or you're going on your lunch break and you're spending an hour when your lunch break was only 30 minutes you spend an hour playing the video game and then you go back to late late to work and get fired that's got nothing to do with you being addicted to this game that's got to do with you just being dumb and not knowing when to turn the video game off, man. We got to quit at making excuses for a stupid activity and hold people accountable for, you know, what it is. I mean, it is what it is. This is a very controllable situation. So now, of course, the industry is going to, is trying to start up this whole new fad of these mental health facilities for video game addiction and it's just going to be a whole nother cash cow you're going to have these well-to-do people because i'm going to tell you right now there's no lower income no lower middle class people no uh lower class lower i don't even like using the word class but you get what i'm saying it's only going to be well-to-do families that are going to be sending their children to mental health facilities to get over a fortnight edition come on people I know kids who play Madden religiously that have immaculate grades, who are involved in sports, have all type of other social activities outside of it. But yes, when they get a chance to jump on that game, they'll be on that game and they'll be on that game all day unless an adult comes in and says, hey, it's time to shut it down. I want y'all opinion on this too, man. Call in and tell me what you think about this whole addiction thing, man. Fortnite addiction because your boy your boy just he he just ain't buying it and that's what your boy thinks about that but we're gonna keep it moving right along but before we get into the next topic the next discussion that i'm gonna have with y'all let's take a second to acknowledge my sponsors now let's go on 
back in school, have you ever had a weird assignment, assignment that just didn't, you didn't understand its purpose or what it was, so you kind of just turned it into a joke and made a fiasco out of it because, you know, you got presented in front of the whole class and everybody was going to look at you and giggle and laugh. <clears throat> well, check this out. In New Hampshire, a group of teens made a remake of the Jingle Bell song that turned into a racist carol for a school assignment. Apparently, the school assignment was to, it was in a history class, and the assignment was to make a song that uh, taught what they learned about uh, Reconstruction after the Civil War. This was 11th grade history class. So, what they decided to do was take Jingle Bells and turn it into a song about Mask on their heads and blood beneath their feet, laughing to their dead and killing all the blacks. Now, somebody recorded this video, and you can hear the students in the class chuckling and laughing about it. And for some reason, they added in the uh, report that the students didn't know they were being recorded. So, I mean, is that supposed to take away some of the, um, the liability of the students being held accountable for this because they didn't know they were being recorded. And I'm trying to figure out how in the hell that this teacher allowed this to go on. Now, at a certain point, I remember I did, a, I was probably in the fifth grade and we were asked to do a report. So I came up with a bright idea. Then instead of just writing out a report and reading it, me and my friend, we were going to use my tape recorder to record um, basically like a news broadcast, like a show. I guess I've been podcasting since I was a kid, if you want to look at it that way. But I decided we were going to put together a little show and have it played uh, for the class. And then my gracious outro was going to be the Johnny Gill song that I recorded over. See, I recorded this on the Johnny Gill tape. So I took that to school, and before the class was allowed to listen to it, my teacher took it and she said she was going to listen to it and then decide if it was suitable for the class to listen to. Now, the class never heard that tape, but there was nothing weird going on on the song, I mean, on the tape either. So I'm trying to figure out how in the hell did this song get past the teacher that they just give them an assignment to make a song nobody screened it nobody previewed it or anything and they just let them get up and sing this song in front of the whole class and, and even what's more disturbing is that nobody stopped it once they heard what was going on they just allowed it to do what it do I don't get it I don't get it I don't get it either that or the teacher screamed the song heard the song and felt like it was okay for us to go for them to go in there and do this now people are saying that the you know the kids didn't mean anything about it they were just trying to complete their assignment and so on and so forth I don't buy it now we do live in a society right now where trolling is real heavy so it could be a case where the kids were just got this assignment. They said, hey, let's make a mockery out of this assignment. Let's go in here and just say the most offensive things that we can say because we probably can get away with it because it's for homework. That could be what the kids are doing, but 
that still doesn't take away the fact that there has to be some accountability held for this uh for this happening on the part of the students and uh, on the part of the faculty who allowed it to happen see and i don't get why people don't understand that this we're on the verge of 2019 and people are walking around with cameras in their pocket literally we walk around with whole computers in our pocket you can record something and you can publish it to hella media outlets right there at the click of a button in under five minutes in under three minutes you can have that join up in snapchat in a second soon as the song is finished you can boom hit that button and have the whole thing uh documented on snapchat i don't get why people aren't understanding this and they're still out here doing these just brazenly brazen acts of disrespect in the community and thinking that nobody's gonna notice and there's gonna just be no repercussions for it but hey that's what I think about it. I don't know what y'all think about it, but feel free to uh, call in if you're listening on Anchor and tell me what you think about it. If you're not, you can go over there to Twitter, DeVille underscore D-I, that's D-V-I-L-L-E underscore D-I. Leave me a message on Instagram, same thing, D-V-I-L-L-E underscore D-I. Leave me a DM, tell me what you think about it, and we'll cover that on the show also. But I'm just that's just how I think about it, how I feel about it. You know what I'm saying? Now, I know what y'all saying, DeVille, DeVille, that's some dope topics, but we didn't come here for that. We came here for that morning discipline, and that's what I'm going to give to you. Morning discipline for the day. Don't talk, just act. Don't say, just show. Don't promise, just prove. Another staple that I touch on time after time again. It's the reason why I keep telling you these things over and over again because I've done them, I've implemented them in my life, and they have been working for me, so I know that they'll work for you. Don't talk. So many people get, are so busy talking, running their mouth about, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and that, but at the same time, they're not doing nothing. I know people personally who have been telling me the same plan for at least two years and have not made one step forward on that plan don't talk don't say just show just show us what you're gonna do just be out here doing it that's the first step to whatever it is you're trying to accomplish man is to get started you'll never get finished if you never get started well you never get finished anyway because it's a success is an ongoing task it's a lifelong task you never you never finish success is an own it's rented and the rent is due every day you got to put in that work every day don't promise just prove don't go out here and telling people look i'm gonna let y'all in on another uh intricate deep part of my history my relationship uh with somebody very close to me very close family member has become you know shaky to say the least we don't really talk anymore and the reason why we don't really talk anymore is because he he was the type of guy who would he always had a plan. He always had something going on. He was always uh, getting ready to do something. And now, this is the thing about it, though. A lot of times, stuff actually did get started. A lot of times, stuff did get put into motion. But he would always make these promises that when this happens, this is going to happen. And when this happens, I'm going to put you in position here. And when this happens, this is going to be for you. I'm going to hand this over to you. None of that stuff ever happened. So it gets to a point where people are going to get tired of hearing your promises. People are going to get tired of hearing you talk. People are going to 
get tired of listening to what you say about what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. And they're going to want you to prove it. They want you to show it. That's like Meek Mill said. Women don't like guys who talk about money. They like guys who spend it. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear you talk about what you're going to do. It's cool the first time. It may be you may get by the second time. But when you start getting into that third and that fourth time, and every time we're sitting around watching the game, we took a couple of drinks, get any, you want to tell me the same stories about what you're going to do. Every time we're having a barbecue or cookout, you want to tell me these same stories about what you're going to do. Every time we have a lunch meeting, you want to tell me these same stories about how this is going to be so great once I get this and that off of the ground. We don't want to hear that no more. You should be tired of hearing it yourself because what you're doing is lying to yourself. You're, you're, you're dreaming. You're living a daydream. You're walking around and you have this thought in your head and, and, and you just like to hear it. You just like to... To tell it to people, you like to let people know, you know, this is, I have this great idea. But if you never take any action to make that idea real, it's just a dream. It's just a, you know, it's just something you made up in your head. It's never going to be anything. And nobody wants to deal with that. Nobody wants to hear that. We got to get out of here and get shit done. I thank y'all for tuning in to the VLDI Thoughts by the VLDI the podcast take this information however you want to and use it however you want to and do what you're going to do but i need for y'all to get some breakfast up in you you're going to need that energy out there to go and have an amazing day as i always tell y'all thank each and every last one of y'all for tuning in i appreciate and i love each and every last one of y'all that uh uh listen to the podcast and uh because uh, I feel like I'm making a difference. I'm getting some feedback, and I feel like I'm making some. I'm making some headroom right here. I'm making a difference in some people's lives. That's what I'm here for. That's what I want to tell y'all. You know, things that can help you uh, better yourself and better your mood and better your mold for the day, man. I'm out of here, man. I got things to do. I gotta go get shit done.